That dad really shouldn't have given the girl that cookie. I know. Because she threw a full unfit. No, I was pretty shocked that he did that. Like, she was being... Especially because she's so young. Like, you could physically restrain her. Yeah. <laughs> no, you could literally just... Pick her up with one arm. Yep. And say, nope, we're not having a cookie right now. We're having a granola bar. And then that kid's going to forget about that the second you get in the car. Yeah. But now they are going to subconsciously remember that if you throw your fancy little Chanel purse, I don't know if it was actually Chanel, but it was like with the gold thing and just yeah. like threw it on the ground. So basically, if you're wondering what we're talking about, <laughs> you're waiting in line at this coffee shop. And there's like a dad and his very young daughter. And very cute. Like very she's cute. got little sneakers on and little ponytail mm-hmm. and a bunch of like barrettes. And she grabs a cookie uh-huh. and says, I want cookie. And he says, we're not having a cookie. You have you just had a granola bar. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to wrench it out of her hands. She is like death grip holding yeah. this cookie and she's screaming. Not, yeah, no, she's sh- screaming, but not like she's not at the not point shrieking. of hysteria. Right. Yeah. No, she's just saying yes, <laughs> yes, over and over again. Yes, like a lot. And he's like, no, 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 we're not. Right. She then throws her little purse on the ground. Which, this little girl did not need a purse. No, she, the purse was huge. That purse was for an adult woman. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was like somebody's like old purse. Like I'm sure. Uh, but it was like she had a big old purse. Mm-hmm. She throws it on yes. the ground and the purse is just sitting there just like sadly. Like if I were uh, a filmmaker, I would have just like slowly panned to the purse. Have you seen the short film The Red Balloon? <laughs> <laughs> this is like that. It's like that. Um. And so, like, the sad purse is laying on the ground, and it's so flat. Did you notice how flat yeah, it was? There's nothing well, in it. Well, why does a four-year-old keep in a purse? There's nothing. She might have even been three. She was little. She was very small. And then, so then I thought it was over. Like, yeah. the dad gets the cookie out of her hand and puts it on the thing. Yes. And then next thing we know, dad's buying her the cookie. I know! <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, the moment had passed. Yeah, she was over it. She, like, you could honestly, like, have just put her in the car and turned on a a, an audio tape of like Veggie Tales, she would have forgotten. She didn't. No, because she gets that cookie now. Yeah, she gets the cookie. He he carried her purse for her. He's making her into a monster. Yeah, I mean there is like it's Sunday morning. Sure, we don't know their situation. We right? don't know their situation. Maybe she's had a really tough like week. I mean, she was carrying a Chanel bag. <laughs> she was. I'm pretty sure she was wearing Louboutins. So <laughs> just kidding. Cute. She looked really cute. Um. No, she was like a well-cared-for, happy little kid, except when she wanted a cookie. But also, it's like, it was like noon. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not that early. But like, she, I mean, you don't, you don't gotta have a cookie. You don't, and that's the other thing, too. It's a big cookie. Those were big, thick, chunky cookies. And I think that's the other thing, too, right? Which, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, I really don't like when I see that parents are afraid of their children mm-hmm. and you could tell that this dude was like yeah, afraid you, of his child. But that's in general. You do not want kids to have the power. No. I think this is why you don't like the potentials. I think you that's see why. all the power they could have. Yeah. You yeah. see all that like erotic power they have over Xander. Okay. All right. So that was one <laughs> okay. of my first notes. Here's the thing. I like these episodes so much. Me too. But one of the most egregious things that ever happens on Buffy happens in one of these episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's so many degrees of upsetting Mm -hmm. because it's like a gross fantasy. And we get it right. Like it's ostensibly he's jerking off and this is his uh, fantasy. Is it or is it a dream? I don't know. I think I kind of more psych if it's like literally a dream. 
you, you don't have as much it. control of, of your dreams. But also, like, whatever. Whatever you want to think about when you're jerking off, fine. But I don't need to be a part of it. So, like... <laughs> Wait, hold on. So, here's the thing. I don't get you, mad at Xander for his... If he's jerking off and that's to, what he's imagining... teenage girls who are in his house that he's in charge of taking care well, of. Well, here's the thing is, it's gross, but people are going to fantasize about whatever they fantasize about if they jerk, when they jerk off. As long as that doesn't come into practice. But the I don't issue, know. I think like, so you're saying that if like a, uh, like a science teacher mm-hmm. is, should be allowed to jerk off to his students. Well, so I, I here's the thing. Uh, from what I've, I, I was reading a thread about this. Yeah. Um, about like, uh, teachers and their feeling like if they have feelings for their students and it's like it's one of those things where everyone agrees like it should never happen like you should never act it out but a lot of people have admitted like there are times where you do feel something with a student but you never act on it and you never do anything with it right um so i don't know like if if that's his way of like not acting on it but i feel like it's his way of because i i don't think He's having sexual moments with these people. No, no. So I think by overtly sexualizing it and turning them into like performing lesbian acts in front of him as part of it, he's overtly deepening the sexual level of what he's thinking about with these people. I mean, he gets to he's like actualizing it in his head, which is gross. Like, yeah, if you if you're around other people a lot, you may have a moment with them. But yeah, I think then going home and jerking off about it makes it worse. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like a way that like, hmm. I think if these were peers, I wouldn't feel this way. But they are not. Yeah, that's the issue. And the way that he's the thing that grosses me out, because it would be one thing if it were just like uh, a sexual moment with him and just like, uh, let's just say a potential uh, nothing about her age is or inexperience mm-hmm. is highlighted okay i would be less grossed out than like this like basically how he sees women and all young women is ooh, their youth and inexperience is sexy yes um i would like to see them perform that for me mm-hmm. is a little grosser because then because a crush is a crush, right? And so, like, whatever you want to do with a crush, but this but I isn't think a crush. Elevi- yeah, I think you're elevi- calling it a crush. Is not, it's no, not a crush. No, it's exactly. him like being around young girls. Yeah, and therefore being turned on by it. Yeah. So I guess like I'm I'm altering it because I'm I'm altering what I'm saying. Um, I will amend it to say that generally speaking, if he were to have some kind of like sexual fantasy about yeah. a potential, I'm not going to go and say. That that should never, ever happen. He should never, 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 never have a sexual fantasy about a potential and jerk off about it and not act on it in real life. Because I to me, I'm like, whatever you do in your head when you're masturbating is whatever, because I'm not going to shame someone. I don't think you should think about people who are. I mean, but you know me, I don't I, I, I don't think you should think about statutory rape while you're. Well, masturbating, probably. I'm assuming. Especially. okay, especially if it's not a fantasy person. Because, like, that's, yeah. I think, part of it to me is, like, if you want to have a fantasy, like, if he mm-hmm. was, because dr- that was the other thing I looked it up on my phone, I was like, these are actual potentials, right? Because, like, if he dreamed of, like, potentials, who, potentials, yes, like, oh, are they just, real? They're real potentials. So, like, if it was, like, he just invented Rachel Bilson mm-hmm. and then had a fantasy about her, I think I would have much less problem with it. Then these are actual people that's gross. who trust you to look out for them and you're jerking off while thinking about them. Like, there's something just... Yeah, I just find it icky. But I am that way. I don't find 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, like adult, like student teacher thing. It's, I don't find it. It's like sexy. a squig. Yeah. I, th- I think it's, I think the, the teacher is, it's like the police. Like there's a, yeah, a, a, there's a public trust in them. And so it's being abused. So I feel yeah. like, and again, if he's dreaming, can you blame someone for a dream? But then it's insight into his consciousness that's gross. Yeah. I mean, I think, I guess I have less of an, well, okay, in my head, I was mm-hmm. imagining them to not be under 18. Okay. I was not thinking that they were minors. But she is like, I've never been with a boy or whatever the fuck yeah. she says. That part is oh, the gross part. I, what if we, what if we made out on top of you? Yeah. Which is why I stand by my amendment, which is, yeah. I don't, I don't think never. I'm not like, you should never, ever do it. There was like some, if it's just like, you know, he's met this girl, she's of a consenting age mm-hmm. um, and he has like kind of crush on her and he's like, mm, I shouldn't do anything. Yeah. And he finds himself like fantasizing about her while right. masturbating. Fine. Um, but the things here that gross me out are the like inf- infantilization of them. The like first time thing is like really like that is a squick for me. It's the gross. Like the first time, like particularly. Um, I mean, I don't really want to read about anybody losing their virginity to each other, but so if it's like a mutual losing virginity, I'm less grossed out, obviously. Yeah. But if it is like an experienced man and a woman who's a virgin, like, I don't like there's something where I'm like, ew, like, I don't know. I'm like kind of I think if for me, it's I don't mind that in and of itself. But if you double down on it and he's literally her protector, that's my issue. Like, that's gross. Like if she was Buffy. And a virgin, which we know Buffy has. We know she, is not. she is not a virgin. But <laughs> if she were, they'd be different. I agree. Do you know what I mean? Like, or if it was like Xander, like, it, it, there's no, I guess it's the power imbalance is so significant. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's evil or should go to jail. I just think it's gross. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, I'm not a huge kink shamer, but in this case, I was just like, Xander, you are fucking gross. Well, like, and also, and show, why are you doing yeah. this to me? The show was, that was the gross part. And then on top of that, there was like the sexy Latina character, which I was like, we don't need that, especially no. on a show which we've talked about has an issue with portraying people of color. Um, but yeah, that was like my main sticking point with like these two episodes. Overall, I agree. I loved these two episodes. Yeah. But yeah, to start out the show like that, I was like, no, like it just left a bad taste in the mouth and was just like, God, Xander you're gross well and it's also like if this is what the show was like all the time i would not watch the show yeah it's like entourage yes exactly mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't yeah i guess yeah. and on and xander has like earned so much cred with me lately mm-hmm. but i was like oh xander is this really what you're like in your head still well he gets what he deserves <laughs> just kidding <laughs> he's so fucked up no he, he doesn't he doesn't get what he deserves and honestly you're right you can't control like what feelings you have and and it's better to act out your fantasies like with, in your head in your head than to force them on he wasn't forcing anything on anyone um apparently he gets his own bed now which is nice good for him good for him i mean honestly because otherwise he'd be getting boners surrounded by know. these girls i know he, they had to put him in his own room i know probably because there was too dreams. much boners too many wet dreams too many boners and like it was probably just like someone was like it's really gross can we please like just give him his own room we'll all sleep in like one room um and then so this episode is called lies my parents told me yes um and so we get a peek of like it's we we jump back and forth between flashbacks of um Robin Woods mm-hmm. relationship with his mother and then William's relationship yeah. with his mother William being Spike before yeah. he turned 
um, or before he adopted that name. Um, and in the in the uh, flashbacks to Robin, mm-hmm. when she said like, so he's we see that she's fighting Spike. Yeah. And he's been hiding behind a bench the whole time. Mm hmm. And he says, can we go home now? I just want to go home. Yeah. And she's like, we can't. I love you, but the mission is what matters. Right. And I think a lot of the complaints that we've had about Buffy being selfish and whatever. And mm-hmm. I think like we're all the more right about it coming with being a slayer yes. because it's like it does all rest on you. So like even someone like your son has to come second. Mm-hmm. Um, And man, there is just a lot of therapizing of everybody happening in these yeah, episodes. Yeah, there's some like. And, but I don't know that anyone's better off at the end. No, they're just sadder. They're just sadder. So it's like rough therapy. This is not helpful therapy. This is maybe three weeks from now they'll feel better, but it's going to be rough. Can I? Okay. Now I'm going to sound like I didn't like these episodes. I really did. <laughs> but I was reading about why they recast Robin's mother. Okay. What was their and, reason? Uh, because they wanted someone younger. So it would be clear that she was a teenage mother. Why the fuck would she need to be a teenage mother? Because I think they wanted the... They wanted a black character to be yeah. a teenage mother yeah. in the city. Mm-hmm. And I think also maybe they were like, oh, we're worried that like people will be like, I thought that all slayers like died when they were, you know, because you know how Buffy's always saying like, I've lived longer. I've lived twice as long as most slayers. And we're like, you've like what they die when they're eight. <laughs> right, but we already established how old this lady was. I know. And now we're I mean, I could see if you went the other direction, if you were like, OK, there's no way this person has a seven year old son. Let's make her older. Yeah. But making her younger makes no sense. No. And on top of it. So then it just makes the decision worse because then they were like, we want to make her an unmarried black woman living in the city with a child. Yeah. Um, And also we're going to recast her as a lighter skinned woman, a lighter skinned younger woman. It just reminds me of Fresh Prince. Yes. And uh, Aunt Viv. Yeah. Um, Okay. So. But yeah, they did. I mean, good, she she does a good job. She's, she's a good, good actor. It's not, yeah, and it's not a slam on her. It just is like one of those things where because they made this choice, you have to like look at it. Like if yeah, if they didn't make this choice, if it just was what it is, I'm like, okay, this is what it is. Yeah, we probably still would have mentioned it. But like because they made, like they had to make that choice. They chose to make her younger. Yeah, when they added a child. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Because yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't. You're right. It doesn't make sense because like. If they wanted to explain away, like, why did she live longer? Then they would have cast her younger to begin with. Right. I mean, because they were okay with Spike killing a woman who looked to be in her mid-20s. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. Whatever. Um. So, but we get to see a fight, and then she chases Spike, possibly to her death. Yeah. I mean, we assume, right? Yeah. It probably I mean, was she's, her death. Because Spike's like, I like your jacket. Yeah. Hint, hint. We all know he gets yeah. that jacket. I feel like they talk about the jacket too many times. It's so much. Be subtle. I know. Like, he wears the jacket all the time. We can pick it up. Yeah. Um, And then, they. oh, my God. The makeup they did on, because it's raining really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, so hard. Mm-hmm. The makeup they did on the mom was amazing. I know. It didn't Watch run her at all. It looked so good. Oh. It was amazing. She looked great. Um, And um, so, she, yeah, she gives this speech to Robin, and we're like, ooh, that informs so much of who he is right yeah, now. Yeah, I get it. And like, oh, we all have issues, and we all fuck our kids up, and like, that's yeah. like, mm-hmm. mm. Um, and then we go to work where Buffy is unceremoniously fired. Yeah. Also, like, Buffy's like, everything's back to normal. And Principal Wood 
Imagine you're at this school. Yeah. Your principal one day shows up with a big old cut on his face <laughs> and like a cut up hand that's like wrapped up. <laughs> like, wouldn't you be like, what the fuck is exactly. going on? Um, are you okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, he basically is just like, you're fired. Yeah. You, you only had this job because I wanted to see what you were up to. But now that you're not helping, like you, you were never good at your yeah, job. You have no use here. Um, and then in the middle of that, Giles shows up. Casual sheepskin Sherpa coat, Giles. <laughs> He's adorable. He looks great. He's very agitated. Very, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And honestly, he should be agitated given what he says next. What does he say next? There are no books in the library. Oh, yeah. He doesn't like that. It's a library. Yeah, I know. Like, you can't call yeah. it a library if there's no books. I don't believe his, like, old school, like, if it's not Coptic bound, it's yeah. not information. Like, that's bullshit. But, yeah, you there should be books. books. Yeah, there should be books. That's crazy. Um, or at least a microfiche or two. Um, but there's nothing. <laughs> um, just kidding. Um, okay, so he's all agitated. He meets Principal Wood. Mm-hmm. And there's like a, like, uh, like we are both protectors and like have yes. an interest in Buffy's spark happening with them. Right. But also like a little simpatico because I think right. they both are like more, they see things that maybe exactly. Buffy is not seeing. Well, because they are more removed. Like they're not yes. completely entrenched in all this spike drama. Okay. Again, to make it sound like I didn't like these episodes, she has no reason to keep Spike alive. Um, yeah, I mean, other than she wants him around. That's it. Yeah. I mean, every argument she makes about him having a soul is undone by the last scene in the episode. Every single one. He is a killer. Wait, when he... When he threatens to kill Robin. But he doesn't. No, he tells her, I'm going to kill him if he tries anything with me again. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if... Like, that's the thing, right? Like, I I think I don't care about that. Because, like, if... Because Robin... Okay. you <laughs> Robin's, like, coming to my house. Okay, Robin tries to get revenge for his mother being dead. Right. Which is its own thing. If she wanted to hold Robin accountable, that's its sure, own thing. Sure, sure, sure. But she is not holding Spike accountable. And he is flat out threatening someone who is on their team. When yes. it's not okay for Xander to say, if Spike goes sideways, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. She wouldn't stand for that. It wouldn't be okay for Dawn to say, if Spike, you know, holds me hostage again or whatever, I'll kill Spike. She wouldn't be okay with that. I mean, Spike is still a killer. Yeah. Well, so she... He is not better. She has this weird Spike exceptionalism. Yes. Which, like, I actually loved when Anya's like, I mean, he could do anything. He could kill, like, a, a hundred frat guys <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, and she's like, well, you know, forgiveness makes the heart uh, stronger. So <laughs> I'm like, girl. <laughs> that is really funny. Um, I mean, it's, I do think that she should have just been like, mm, you're not going to fucking kill him. Like, yeah. you know, because. I get him being like, I'm not that because that is the thing that's so confusing, yeah. right? About how this show treats like vampires uh-huh. and w- when you're a vampire, are you that person? You're not like he is arguably not the guy he was when he yes. killed. I mean, we do know that he can be controlled by the first. I mean, yeah. by the end of these episodes, he can't anymore. Right, right. But up until that point, it's like. So she has plenty of reasons to not trust him, which she still ignores, mm-hmm. which is that he's a serial killer because the first like has a trigger thing yes. with him and can make him be a sleeper agent. That being said, like the thing with Wood, Wood is trying to kill, I guess, a different person mm-hmm. Um, for th- he's not seeing it that way, which I I feel like it's just hard for everybody. I'm like, I think he- it's hard for everyone, but I guess Spike undoes. Sold Spike mm-hmm. undoes a lot for me. 
when with, he says with his I behavior would. at the end. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, so you are that kind of person. You I are so Spike and you're saying that. You're not Spike. Yeah. And you're not William and you're not anything else. You're not being controlled by the first. You're you and you are threatening to murder someone. Well, in self-defense. If he this person tries to kill me, I'm, gonna I'm kill going to kill them back. I'm going to stop him. Like... I, <laughs> But that's the thing is like there I if someone tried to hurt me, I would try to stop them from hurting me. Right. But that's not the same as me saying I will fucking kill them. Mm. That is. Yeah. That is saying you will murder someone if yeah. they touch you. Yeah. I mean, that's. Uh, well, it, I mean, it, but here's the thing. He's just been <laughs> beaten up with brass knuckles. But also saved. For like by whom? By. Yeah. Now he's not. The first doesn't have control of him. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is some gymnastics. I mean, he is saved. It's true. I guess it's that Soul Spike thing had is a, a lot much. of like I was cutting Soul Spike sold in Soul Spike more slack. And mm. like at the end of this episode, it's like, oh, no, he's just a thug. Mm. See, I he's not I a good know. person. I'm a good just, person. I mean, he's not Jesus. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I'm just imagining if someone like, I don't know, like I'm just thinking about like if. One of our friends was like mm-hmm. lured into a house where the walls were covered with a poison. But it's for hard them. because you don't. None of our friends had a previous life as a murderer, right? And like are wearing that murderer's body and are completely unrepentant. Sold Spike never said, "Oh my god, what I what I did while I was a vampire to your because he figures it out." Mm-hmm. He never says what I did to your mother when I was a vampire was wrong. Yeah, he, he, doesn't, he has no he doesn't fucking do that. empathy. And he so doesn't like, do that. Or if he does, he doesn't express it. Like, he doesn't he's express not... it. And I don't need him and Robin to be friends. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's a level of like, you do have a soul now, but you're still not a good guy. Yeah. And so why are you alive? There is like a like a morally ambiguous question where it's just like, I don't really know where you stand. Like, I know that... You're on a quest to prove yourself. Sure. Yes. There are a couple of things you could be doing to really prove yourself. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like at least admitting that what you as a vampire did was fucked up. Yeah. And I guess that's the difference, right? Between him and Angel is that mm-hmm. like Angel spent like 90 years eating rats. Yeah. Angel has remorse for what he did. Yeah. And Spike seems to have no remorse. Yeah. Or maybe. I mean, I mean okay, he was I crazy. He has for- no remorse. I would say he is not expressing any remorse. Right. He might though, be. We don't know. Yeah. Though in Dirty Girls, I think we see it when he's with Faith. I think he's much more of a Faith person. Yes. Like, so I guess I don't mind him in that context because then he's just a gray person. Mm-hmm. But the show trying to convince me that Buffy's argument is solid, the show is not convinced. I, I think Buffy is has spike goggles. I don't think she's being yeah. reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I get like they need all the help they can get kind of thing. Sure. Um, but that's kind I mean, of she accepts faith. Yeah, and faith hasn't proved like yeah. There's someone for her not to trust. Yeah, and she hasn't seen everything that faith has gone through. No, over in L.A., so she has no. But that's so I get that. But that's kind of where my like I get it ends. Yeah, and then I also like I'm like I understand that like you have your own like feelings, but just be straight about that. Then yeah. just be like I don't know. I just want him alive, and I'm the fucking boss, and that's that. Yep. Because I'd rather have that than her being doing weird yeah. gymnastics to like make everyone not believe her. <laughs> like, yeah. They're just like, okay. Yeah. Um uh but so we 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 go from that to because right, oh they put that oh, oh they gross, put a gross, thing gross. in his eye. I wrote eye horror and then I was like, that's nothing. Yeah. That's but, nothing. But yeah, because it's like that you know there's that part of your eye that just isn't really actually protected by anything. No. 
So this like wormy thing goes in there. Oh God. Um, the wormy thing's in there. Uh, because Willow's like, we need to figure out what this triggering. Yeah, thing what is. the fuck is happening? Because the chip wasn't working. Mm-mm. And also, like, why? Why can this? Yeah. What is this thing doing that turns you like off and on like that? Right. And Buffy is smart. She's like, it's the freaking song, and everyone's like, okay, but like, let's really figure it out. And she's like, I'm telling you. She's like, I heard him singing. It's a trigger. It's a song. And they're like, mm, let's put this worm in his brain. <laughs> so they put the worm in his brain. Um, and we get to see his relationship with his mom. Uh, codependent. Codependent. Creepy. This is some like Norma Norman Bates shit. And the thing is too, like, like she doesn't seem as creepy at first. Like she just seems like a little too indulgent and she's like literally sick. So she can't like just up and leave. (laughs) She can't walk away while he's doing bad poetry. No. So he just does bad poetry at her all day long. (laughs) And she's like, so this person that you keep doing poetry poems about, like, do you think this person likes you? I think she maybe doesn't. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't know. No. And then he says some Norman Bates shit where he's like, well, maybe she can join our family mother. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but like you can see in her face, like she's just smiling, but you mm-hmm. can see that she's like, my son is a freak. Yeah. My son's a creep. Yeah. He's he really needs creepy. to grow up. He needs to grow up. But she doesn't have the heart to no. be mean to him. Right. He's just a, he's, he's like the ultimate wimp. Mm-hmm. Like, you see how Spike is a reaction to William. Oh, and you can... And I think that's also why Spike and Faith get along so well, because Mm -hmm. they are all, like... They're both, like, a lot of artifice to hide this person that's just scared of rejection. Absolutely. Um, So he's, like, reading her this terrible poetry, um, telling her that he can't... You know, he wants to live with her forever. Yeah. No, he already has a woman in his life. You and her face when he's like, yeah. you. And she's like, oh, oh, jeez. Oh, and you can see her like thinking like, this is my life. Like, I'm going to die in this house with this fucking <laughs> psycho son. Um, so, I mean, at first she's not like she's perhaps too kind. And that's the thing that makes. Yeah. Well, that's her only, the only transgression scene we see with her. Yeah. Right. Before, before he turns things her. turn. Yeah. Um, so, and then she starts playing the song. Mm-hmm. And he goes fucking crazy. Yeah. IRL. Yeah. Um, and then Buffy's like, oh, that's weird. Okay, let's untie him. <laughs> She's like, that's weird. Let's see what happens if we take off the chains. <laughs> um, um, and it's the song called Early One Morning. Yes. Um, and then we go upstairs and Anya's pink hat. Her pink hat. Oh my god! Did you not take note of this? It was an insane pink hat. <laughs> oh wait, is it the fuzzy? Uh, is it yeah, a fuzzy? Yeah, with like a huge flower. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I do know the hat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. So yeah, we have Anya's pink hat. Um. Why do I- forgiveness makes us human? Does that somebody say that? Definitely, someone says it. Who says it? Um. Is it when um, Robin and because Robin and Giles start plotting. Yeah, and like kind of like while Spike is in the room, like yeah, Spike is they like, do not like, wait. They're they're just like right there, right by the stairs, talking. I think it is forgiveness makes us human. Blah 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 is like the line. I think. Yeah, but they're kind of like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And they put in a plan to distract Buffy. Mm-hmm. Giles is going to distract Buffy while Principal Wood kills Spike. Yes, um, which is pretty cold blooded. It's pretty cold-blooded, and it also is just, like, 
I know what's best for you, so I'm just going to do it. As opposed to, I know that Buffy's hard to talk to. Well, and and I think I'm going back. Okay, when he was mentally ill, that was one chapter. Yeah. He is not a good person. Mm. He's an okay fighter. But so they should kill him? He was a serial killer. And they don't know how to stop him from being a serial killer. Yeah. At the point where Giles okays killing him, he's given Buffy so many chances. Wouldn't it be so funny if after they cure him uh, and Buffy like walks in mm-hmm. and Giles is like, ta-da or uh, <laughs> robin's like ta-da like, i did it i did it this, this was, was always the plan, plan. <laughs> that would be so funny that would be so funny and then spike would spike i think spike might go along, go along with it because yeah. he would like respect like that like, kind of i see all right cool yeah he's like i see that level of like trickery <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy that but um, that's not what happens the forgive us, us makes us human is the like uh talking about all the frat guys dying that's what it is. Freaking this makes us human. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then Giles kind of. Oh right, because that's the I, my notes go. Giles is therapizing Spike. Oh no, they're planning to kill Spike. Um. <laughs> so right. So Giles is like, tell me about what. Like, what is the significance of this song? And Spike's like, mm, I don't want to talk about it. And like. They're like, listen, we all experienced your flashback. That shit was creepy, and right. we know there's something there. And little do you know. You are going to get killed if you don't yes. tell us. So he's like, mm, mm-mm, he's like mm-mm. Mm-mm. and then do we get a flashback? Uh, no. Then we get to when do we get the one where it's just right after he got turned? Uh, it's when um, Wood is purposely triggering Spike in that torture room. So there's like several different flashbacks. Yeah. Okay. There's like because the, the next one is like him turning his mom and Drusilla. Oh my god, that scene with Drusilla is so funny. Um, because you can tell she's like, well, he says, a fucking like, loser. you, me, and mother. And yeah. she's like, what the fuck? She's like, oh, your mom's coming with us. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, can you imagine? You're like a badass vampire. You find this guy and you're like, oh, he's a little weird, but like, he could be a fun companion. Yeah. You turn him and he's like, I'm going to bring my mom. For our like life of crime. Our in like immortal life of crime. I'm going to bring my mom. Oh, my mom, who's like an old sick lady. Yeah. Like, I would be like, I have to go. <laughs> nice knowing you. Enjoy. Sure. Live with your mom. I have to go. Um, but yeah, so that scene uh, is like when he plays the music again okay. and it's like, and we go into his mind again. Yeah. Um, so while this is happening, Giles is trying to distract Buffy. He's, He's like, like, I have to train take it back old school. <laughs> let's just go to a cemetery and fight vamps. And she's like, oh, Okay. Yeah, and he's like, all right, I'm not going to tell you why I'm going to tell you to do anything, but, like, don't kill that vamp just yet. <laughs> and I, okay, first of all, Richard, yeah. star star of the episode. He's adorable. Star, okay, Richard is this vampire that just, like, pops up, starts uh, fighting. He's not very good at fighting. He's fine. No, he's fine. But Buffy has been told to, like, toy with him. And she, as she's fighting, she's arguing with Giles about completely different things. Yeah. And she's like, Giles, I'm in the fight of my life. And he's like, really? And she's like, no, <laughs> no not you. Richard. <laughs> He's like, oh, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Richard. And you're like, oh my Aww. god, Richard, Richard, your life is gonna be so short. You're so short. Life. Um, um, so yeah, so that's kind of the comic relief. Yeah, though it's also sad that Buffy's getting straight up tricked. She's getting so tricked. She's and getting as much so as I tricked. Don't necessarily think her allegiance to Spike is a good idea. Like, I feel bad for her that she's being tricked because she does trust Giles. 
And that's the thing. Giles was like at that point, the one person she fully trusted. Yep. And he didn't respect her enough to like try and really talk with her. Okay, long he's enough. tried. A lo- he talked to her so much. It's true. I don't know. I, I think d- all, the only thing he could have done is be like, I'm killing him. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Then they would have had to fight and she would have won. Well, or if he was like me or Spike, I'm going to kill him right now. Make the choice. Oh, but you know what she would have done? Chosen Spike over Giles. She's Buffy. I can't imagine if you give her an ultimatum, she's not picking you. That's true. Anyone says you made her choose. Or the other person, she'd be like, oh. Then them. Fuck you. Who has the power? Me. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't know how Giles could have gotten, unless he just sneaky... Yeah, there's no way. Unless he's like, we're going to take a vote of whether we should kill Spike. Interesting. Or if you, and she'd be like, oh, like, I'm the leader, not you. My vote is count is a million. <laughs> um, So she then finally, like, she figures it out, figures it out. And she's like, fuck, you're killing Spike right now. And he's like, it had to be done. She's like, OK, stakes like, Richard. She's like, OK, bye, Richard. No, it didn't have to be done. I got to go. Yeah. She runs away. Okay, we need to talk about, I did laugh out loud at how, like, aggro crazy Robin's room is. Everything in there is insane. It's so crazy. He's got, like, a brass knuckle glove. Yeah. He has, the walls are completely covered in crosses. He's playing the song on a MacBook. Yeah. Which is, so it's like, tiny. Yeah. It's like, early morning, the sun was rising. Um, yeah. There's so many weapons. Yeah. And then, so, he plays the song, and then we get we get the argument with Drusilla where Drusilla's like, mm, I'm going to like go away while you yeah, figure, figure that out. out. His mom comes out. She's so sick. He, he bites her. Bites her. Next scene we see of them. She has beautiful hair. She's she's great. Her hair is like Pantene Pro-V commercial. Looks great. And she has so much disdain for Spike. She does like a lifetime of like abuse to him mm-hmm. in like... So at first I was like, oh, like I was like, oh, poor Spike. Uh, you know, his mom like was like kind of terrible to him because this is before I remembered exactly what yeah. she did. Like, oh, she was terrible to him for like 10 minutes. And then he this his whole fucking life of revenge yeah. is like off of that. I forgot that she like comes on to him. I know. And like, like she makes like their electric complex like explicit. Yeah. And she like. And all of that, I'm sure, threw into question everything. Because even if he didn't have that complex, which he did, but even if he didn't, there's no... If your mom says that to you... Right. He had one good relationship, and she destroyed it in 10 minutes. Yeah. So he had... What does he have? Nothing. So I get why he kind of, like, went on a tear for a couple hundred years. I also think that's why he needs so much validation from women. Oh, absolutely. Because all of the validation he got from her, he realized was fake, because she was like... You know or what? he can't believe it. Yeah, he can't believe it. Because she was like, remember when she's like, you know, I really do hate being cruel. And she's like, you know what? That used to be true. Now it's kind of freeing. And you know what? Your poetry's shit. You want to get back in my vagina and maybe let's do it. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, we never welcome to help Malfeed. Oh, shit. <laughs> We are too deep. We can't do we it. We can't now. do it. We can't do it. Um, there's just going to be no. Just imagine that the music, wherever you think the musical intro should have gone. Yeah, imagine she's it Kelly there. and I'm Ryan. You guys know. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Um, okay, so <laughs> mom's being like, "Hey, let's fuck," because that's what you want anyway. Yeah, and he's like, 
holy fuck maybe i do but let's not talk about it right now it's like, i'm gonna like, think about this for like a hundred years and be tortured by this let me just uh stake you for now yeah he makes the move that a lot of people make when they don't hear what they want to hear mm-hmm. and they're a vampire mm-hmm. talking to another vampire just kills her just kills her so he kills her uh she's gone um and then we come back to the present mm-hmm. spike's getting the shit beat out of him but then he like kind of gets the upper hand for a second, yeah. like throws Robin down and he's like, you know, fucking what? Um, Everyone's fucked up by their parents. Uh, And you know what? Like you've been chasing me this whole time, but really you're chasing your mom because she didn't care about you enough to put you first. And Robin's like, no. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's true. And it is true. It's true. But this goes deeper into why Spike should not be like, whatever. I'm still yeah. I'm still not over Spike being a dick at the end. He is being a dick. He is being a dick. He's that's not, for okay, sure. Maybe it's not he's being a dick. He's being, he's not showing uh, an emotional maturity that I would like to see from oh. a person who has yeah. a soul. Whereas the next episode, he has no emotional maturity, but like it fits in the milieu. Yeah. In this, it just didn't feel like a redemption moment. It felt this like, wasn't a redemption moment. It felt like, oh, we're going back. Okay. But yeah. you're right. He's like, he calls it as he sees it. He's like, Robin, this is not about me. Yeah. Like I was doing what vampires do. Yeah. And he doesn't say even say sorry, not sorry, because he's like, not sorry, not sorry. Yeah, he's like, it would have happened anyway. So, yeah, some other vampire. Die. So, yeah, you got to meet the sold version of the guy who killed your mom. But the truth is, your mom was, it was more important. Her job was more important than you. And then he does another really immature and probably stupid thing, which is where he's, well, I think that's actually, you know what? This is, so he, when he comes to closure about his own thing. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool for him. Yes. When he's like, because you know what? My mom loved me, and then I turned her into something evil. Yeah. And that evil thing did what evil things do and, like, fucked me up. Right. But, and I did something evil by turning her. Mm-hmm. But she did love me before. And I think that's when he's like, oh, she did love she me did before. She did love me before. And so, like, going back to the title, mm-hmm. <gasps> I didn't think about the lie Giles is telling Buffy. Buffy. Mm-hmm. He's like her parent. Mm-hmm. He's her like absentee parent sometimes. Well, yeah, because he like goes away to London for but long periods of time. We know why that happens. It's not because of the. It shouldn't happen. So is that the three? Then uh-huh. are there any others? Buffy def- uh, briefly mentions her mom dying, but it's mostly yeah, for but her it's to mostly be like, just to be like, hey, I know what mom's dying is like. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, but if you could have killed aneurysms, you would have. Oh well, yeah, because you, know you, you, like, you spent like a long time trying to make it a mystical thing. Yeah, so like, sure, Buffy. If you if your mom was killed by a vampire and you knew who the vampire was, you you'd would kill want that to vampire. Kill that. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. So and then the interesting thing with Robin is is the lie that he was told is that the mission is all that matters. Maybe was yeah. like was it so was it not like a conscious lie of his mother? It was just like his mom believed in the wrong in a thing that was like hurtful to him as a as a daughter as a son. Well, and maybe she didn't always believe that but in that moment she did because that's something we know about slayers is that like sometimes they really do believe the mission is all that matters right but like right now we know that's not true because buffy thinks that spike matters right so like i think she might have even been lying in general in that Mm -hmm. moment where she said you know what they said the mission is all that matters and that's what we believe right and maybe she didn't always believe that um because it is the mission is not all that matters. She brought her right. son with her. She cares for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess like maybe that was the lie. And then also just like, I'm trying to think of something else, but I don't think so. I was Because I was going to say, um, 
maybe something about eh, I don't know. I was wondering if the and it might not come back, but remember when Joyce Ghost Joyce showed up in that one episode earlier? Yeah, this and we never really found out if it was the first because it seemed so different than how the when first it said usually to act. dawn. Yeah, and it said to dawn, Buffy's gonna lead you all to hell. Yeah, like she's when the time bring, comes, yeah, she won't choose you. She won't choose you. She's gonna like she's gonna bring evil to this house, and when it matters, she's not gonna choose you. Yeah, so maybe that was a lie. We don't know. We don't know, but they don't bring it up in the set. But I was like, oh, is that going to come back? Yeah, it Because didn't. I don't think she even told. She didn't. She told them she saw Joyce, but I don't think she ever told anyone what Joyce said. No, she just internalized it. Yeah, which I get it. It's yeah. a tough. It's tough to be a Summers. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Um, and then so then we get that last interaction between mm-hmm. Buffy and Giles. We're like, that's the thing. I do get even though I don't think Buffy's right in creating mm-hmm. this spike exceptionalism, I do get why she's mad at Giles because yeah. she was like, you were the person that was supposed to be like on my side on things. And like, I trusted you with yep. everything. Yep. Um, he said, let's, let's have a exercise where you don't kill this vamp for two hours. And she just did it. Yeah. Yeah. She trusted him. And she thought of him as like a peer and as someone who could really understand where she was coming from at times. Right. Well, and he's, He's lost that trust before, and it took him a long time to build it back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when he took away her powers for her birthday. And so then he's, like, leaning, like, in the door yeah. frame, and she just, like, closes. The, it's so close to his face when she closes the door. It's yeah. like he's, like, in the door frame. I'm picturing it just, like, hit the tip of his nose. It's like, boop. Um, yeah. Well, that's what he deserved. Yeah. and she And she says, I think I've learned everything I can from you. Which is not true, but that's a way to hurt Giles. Oh, yeah. It's very He's like, put him your dad. <laughs> and it's like, well, you did a bad job. Yeah. And you like kept disappearing. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> just think about that. Everyone's got, you know, to grow. Yeah. Um, I, I read this because I was like trying to figure out timelines because they talk about who, because Robin went to live with his mother's watcher after mm-hmm. his mother died. And so apparently when that happened, it's not called Crucifictorious. What is that called? When they have the big fight with the vampire when they lose their powers. And the watchers make them do it. Um, I forgot what it is, okay, but it's so like when w- you're 16. When you're 16. So apparently, and this might be why they made her a teenage mom, but apparently she was pregnant with Robin and that's how she was able to survive. Uh, survive the... I think it's when cruise- you're 17 because she, she... Oh, you know, it might be 17. Yeah. Wait, um, so... Or maybe it's 18? 18. It's 18. <laughs> so, okay. okay so, so she was pregnant and so she survived... Because the- she like had the power of motherhood. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I swear that's what it says. Really? Okay. She used the strength of being a mom to survive whatever that thing. That thing. Um interesting. Yeah. Which is kind of like again, like we've talked about like ha- holding mu- like pregnant women up to this weird Yeah. And that happens a lot on this show and in Angel. Yes. Um so yeah. So that might be why they made her younger. Young. To have it be like, okay, interesting. I don't know, man. Well, uh, something to think about. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> the next episode. Oh, the Crucimentum. Crucimentum? Crucimentum. Crucimentum. Crucimentum means pain, right? Or I'm just thinking of Crucio from Harry Potter. <laughs> That's the <laughs> thing that gives you pain. Cretaceous curse? No. Uh, cruci- yeah, it probably. I always think of like crucifixion. Yeah, so probably. The pain. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Crucimentum and, oh, apparently, mm. her watcher tried to get her out of it. 
out of the like, cruciamentum thing yeah she's like she's fucking pregnant yeah but then of course she did it because she was able to do it because she's pregnant wow isn't that such like a joss whedon yeah move you can't have her do this because of this well it's because of this that she survives actually <gasps> her power what? Oh my god so what? apparently she nikki features most heavily in her own novel blackout oh <laughs> okay i did until i said it out loud i wasn't aware of how the only black slayer that we i guess kendra is black slayer mm. but calling it blackout is a little i want to know who the writers are i'll feel differently <laughs> once i know who the writers are okay um but it's like talks about how she was called and all these things and then it um also shows that she had rivalries with vampires darla and dracula whoa cool it was written by keith a de candio He's the whitest motherfucker that I ever saw. I know. Really long hair. He's wearing like a tropical shirt open over <laughs> another shirt. But hey. Oh, and he wrote a book uh, that maybe, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at what this says. The name of this book is Spike and Drew. Pretty maids. All, all in, in a row. row. Cool. Um, But yeah. So... But we can put Nikki Wood behind us, pretty much. I mean, once the episode's done, we don't really have to think about it. We don't her. have to think about her. And uh, honestly, Robin needs to recover because he gets whooped. No, His he looks bad. Is, yeah, it's really not good. It's really and, bad. And maybe that's what it is, too. If you just beat someone within an inch of your li- their life and then you're like, oh, I'm going to kill him. It's like, okay. Well, all, you, you almost did. You almost did. And you're more powerful than him. And you're stronger than him. Like, yeah, he's a human. When it comes down to it, he's human. He's human. So like... It, yeah, you could kill him. Like, do you need to declare it? Like, that's, yeah. that's not badass. Well, that's the thing. He's so affected and he's You're so... Right. It's like part of his game. And he's too, like, emo. It's just... He needs to grow up. Yes. I should cut him slack on that. Like, but, yeah, I think if it was, like, Xander and Xander was like, I'm gonna kill him, I'd be like, okay, Xander. Like, like uh, sure, you can try. Yeah. But it's, like, fucking Spike. Yeah, Spike could easily kill him. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but now we're in Dirty Girls. Now, I forgot... I, my first note was, oh, shit, I forgot why this episode was called this until I saw Caleb. He's so gross. So Nathan Fillion comes in. Yeah. He's a character named Caleb. Uh, who wears, like, religious man clothes. Yeah, like, kind of like old, he has, like, like the creature-ish. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and he is terrible. He's well-performed. Oh, absolutely. I- I'm sorry. Nathan Fillion is amazing. Yes. Caleb, Caleb is a very is- bad person. Cal- yes. But he finally gives us a physical thing for Buffy to fight because mm-hmm. we've been it's been very hard to fight the first because there's been no person to kick. Mm-hmm. So but we open up with kind of an old school Buffy open where it's like typical where it's like playing on horror tropes. So it's a woman running away from bringers in the woods and then a car pulls over and lets her in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Caleb who's like, mm-hmm. you know, doofy, attractive Nathan Fillion. And he's a man of the cloth. He's a man of the cloth. And he's like, hey, you want to ride? And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, take me to Buffy's house. Yep. And he's like, great. Uh, he's driving. He locks the doors. And she's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? And then he starts spouting. Well, he says, like, I understand why they came after you, like, because you're a dirty whore. And she's like, what? <laughs> he's like, a whore, like you are. You know, like all women. Yeah. How you're a temptress. Yeah. You're a whore. And she's like, what the fuck? It's almost not your fault how much of a whore you are. Mm-hmm. It's in your nature. And she's like, I want to get out of this car. And then he pulls out his cigarette lighter thing and puts it on his ring. And then he brands her neck. Mm-hmm. At some point, it becomes clear the bringers are with him. 
Yeah, I mean, he's like, there, there. Yeah, something he says something that makes you be like, oh, damn. And she tries to get out of the car, but the doesn't door, work. And he's like, huh, that gosh darn lock, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I also wrote, here's a good. I said, see, this is an example of a good southern accent because we had been plagued by a yes. very bad one in the past. Yes, with this a, is a decent one. Um, and also like, and again, he's just a good actor. He. He's charismatic, but like he feels like a fully realized character. Yes. In a way that a lot of the potentials we've met don't, they feel very flat. So he's just like a, per- like you're like, oh, Caleb is a thing. Mm-hmm. He's not a guy with spouting lines. Um, okay. So <sighs> burning the neck is not enough for Caleb. Mm-mm. He says, I got a message that you should get Buffy. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he says the Slayer. Well, first he says, he, he like lets her know, oh, I uh, blew up the council and did all this stuff. So we're like, oh, that's who's okay, behind cool, it. cool, cool, cool. And then he's like, even nah, though I'm... that doesn't really jibe with what we saw, no, because remember we saw the thing where they made it sound like it was a trigger. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things too, where I was like, I wasn't at this point, I wasn't really wondering about that, but fine, okay, fine, tie those loose ends. Yeah, sure. There's four episodes of the series left. Yeah. Um, and he gets out this terrible looking dagger. Yes, right into the gut. Slice, and then he he whispers in her ear something, mm-hmm. and then he. He's like, now let's see about that car door. Yeah. Opens it. Just kicks her onto the street. Yeah. While the car's moving. While Horrible. the car's moving. And coincidentally, or... I think he meant it. The then next, how? I don't know. Unless he tracked... Maybe. He would, it, he would have to be tracking both Willow and Faith and the bringers. Yeah. Maybe the bringers are just called him through magic or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So the next car that pulls up is Willow and Faith. Mm-hmm. Faith is like, hey, get some back in Sunnydale. Yeah. Though, okay. I'm making fun of Faith, but Faith has gotten is such a better subtle, subtle actress. Yeah. And also, I mean, her arc has been amazing. We've seen it. Yes. If you guys haven't been listening to our episodes on Angel, I would say it's worth just, if you want to catch up on what Faith uh-huh. has been going through, like just watch the episodes with her in them. Sure. Um, just because I think her arc is really awesome. Right. So really, really cool. To do a quick recap, she was serving her prison sentence mm-hmm. in San Quentin, right? Yeah, well, first she was on the land. This is like a long time ago. She was on the oh, land. Oh, wait, we're going all the way back? Because the last thing we saw was her... Oh, the last thing we saw... I guess if you if you only watch this, you just know that... They switch bodies. They switch bodies, and then she gets she taken went to away. Ange- she went to Angel. She went to Angel. And she that's went to it. LA. Okay, so then... Okay, you're right. T- two steps back. So then she's in LA with Angel. Angel's just like trying to get her to be have a redemption arc. Mm-hmm. He's It's sort of working. They're not sure. And then Buffy shows up and is like, hey... Faith is like a piece of shit. Like, don't mm-hmm. let her trick you. And he's like, this is my town and you're just my ex-girlfriend. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of Faith. And she's like, whoa, this is a yeah. schism that we will not recover for. Yeah. For many seasons. Yeah. Wait till my mom dies because I don't think I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. Until then. I have to go. I have to go. I, you know, she also is like, I have a boyfriend now. And he's like, OK, I've got a city to protect. Yeah, he's like, Later. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> she's like, I've got a thing. And he's like, good. I've got a thing. And, and they're like, <laughs> OK. So they like then they say, goodbye. Okay, but it's like more angsty than that. Like, and it's on a rooftop. It's very oh man, Woo. it's so angsty. Okay, anyway, so they go separate. Angel convinces Faith to turn herself in. Well, so Faith is like, she's like, fine, fine, fine. I'll do this, whatever you want. But she's mm-hmm. kind of fighting him, mm-hmm. and it turns out. So she just keeps fighting him, and, and he's just like, what is going on? And then finally she breaks down and just says, like, just yeah. kill me. I'm bad. Just kill me. It's very sad. And then he's like, 
oh, you're trying to redeem yourself. He's like, I know all about that. He's like, that's like my thing. See, I have this show. <laughs> uh, and I run this agency. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she's like, you know what? You're right. I got to just turn myself in. I got to do my time. Yeah. So she does. So, she does. so she's in prison for murder. Um, and she's doing her time. She's exercising a lot. Pull ups. Pull she's ups, getting. Pull ups. She's getting a really a rep around that people give her a wide berth because mm-hmm. she's very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day, some lady with a dagger tries to kill her. Mm-hmm. A creepy looking dagger. Yeah, but she shuts down. It's like Pam, I think. She shuts yeah, her Pam. down. Yeah, but she like, she bonks. This is crazy. Yeah, she bonks her in the head with a uh, a huge dead weight. I know. She's like, Bloop. yeah. <laughs> Pam is probably dead. Pam is probably dead, but we're led to believe she's alive, which yeah. I don't think. so. I don't think so. Um. So yeah, so so Faith is like that was strange, and then before she can really dwell on it, Wes shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, Wes, who was a watcher on this show, if you remember, yeah, he's now on Angel. So Wes shows up and is like, "Hey, um, we are having some serious issues. Angel is now Angelus. Mm-hmm. Can you help us?" And Faith is like, "Um, step back," and she yeah. like jumps over and like yeah. escapes. And so they escape prison. She helps get in jealous like she almost dies she almost dies she gets in jealous to heal she like like not h-e-a-l like h-e-e-l like a dog mm-hmm. and then she's and so part of getting in jealous soul back willow comes to help because she knows the most mm-hmm. and that happens in this episode yeah. where, where willow is still probably like yeah um it's just like an angel thing don't worry about it i'll be back yeah which is Probably for the best, because mm-hmm. Buffy doesn't need to think about Angelus, right, and all that drama. But yeah, also like Willow, let's have a conversation later. Yeah, that- you better update me on what's going on, Willow. <laughs> um, okay, so then Willow comes, they get Angel back. Things are not really okay in LA. They're not great. They're not great. But now the biggest apocalypse we know about is happening in Sunnydale, right? So Willow's like, "Hey, Faith." I know that lady tri- that lady tried to kill you. That's crazy. Also, we have an apocalypse happening in Sunnydale. And Faith's like, I guess I got to go back. Yeah. And she is a little yeah. weary about it. I think she's she's a little she's not feeling like she's going to get a warm welcome. No. And for good reason, because like everyone in Sunnydale has not seen what she's gone through. Right. Um, Or seen that she really like truly wants to redeem herself. Also, like she and I didn't realize that the sexy masturbation thing it's is in, in this, this episode which makes sense with the dirty girl saying, yeah i don't know i think it's the yeah i think it's uh, yeah i think it's the virgin part the virgin part's gross well the virgin part and it being like so sexualized that because, she's a virgin because i guess like as far as we know like willow and uh what what's her face are having sex yeah i think they're having sex yeah so like i guess i don't have a problem with the adults in the house sleeping with potentials but the way that is played, it feels like a creepy porn scene. Well, yeah, it's like her he being like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, and he casts himself as like the knowing yeah, man. That's gross. gross. And again, I guess I can buy that Xander has those feelings, but I don't want to watch it in a TV show. That's the thing that I don't like. Like that could be def- a fic that someone writes sure. that I can like say, oh, that's my squick. I'm not reading. Yeah. But, but like it's, it's on our on, show. Yeah, it's on a show I have to watch. Yeah. I can't skip that scene. Um, okay. So that's so. First, Faith is like, I guess I'm back in the Sunnydale. Yeah. And they bring that girl to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And Willow's like, so this has been happening a lot. Like, a lot of girls have been stabbed. And 
I get why Faith feels a little miffed. And Faith has always felt like the other slayer, always, mm-hmm. especially because she was like, okay, well, that would have been helpful for me to know because someone yeah. came at me with a fucking knife. Yeah. And Willow's like, sorry, we just didn't tell you we didn't honestly they didn't think about her yeah we didn't think about you at all like i feel like they don't say that in words but that's what it is it's yeah. like if you ask willow how many slayers there are and what their names are she'd be like one buffy yeah like they don't even consider honestly faith is the true slayer yeah she's the true one because it's Cause, now on her yeah so like yeah she's the slayer yeah and i felt and and that's the thing too where it's like you can tell she's hurt but she's also used to it yeah so when she responds and she's like and Willow's like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I get by. And it's like, that is like, I get by is yeah. her anthem. And yep. it's sad that it is. It is sad. Um, but it, I think we're, we, she's evolved mm-hmm. um, to be the person who can like handle it mm-hmm. and doesn't let her, it like discourage her so much that, I don't know, she like becomes friends with a giant snake, <laughs> wants to eat the school. Yeah, exactly. Um, I did like the, um, uh, so you know how a- Andrew loves to do those like explanations. Yes. So he does this explanation and there's a line that made me laugh so hard. So he's like talking about faith and he's like, faith for years and years or more accurately months. She yeah. thought, I, I thought that was so funny. It's true. Cause like faith shows up, mm-hmm. is on the good side, goes to the bad side, has like a middle side. Mm-hmm. Like where she's like she's killed a guy, and but then she's in a coma. No, I'm saying in one season. Oh yeah. Then she gets wooed by a bad guy, mm-hmm. and then she's in a coma all in one season. Yeah, it's very fast. It's for her. very fast. And then post coma, she shows up once to have sex with Buffy's boyfriend mm-hmm. and to say stuff to Spike, which is mm-hmm. funny. And then that's it. Yeah. Like she, as much as she's a huge part of the mythology, like she's only really in season three. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Uh, but it feels like so much longer, too. Yeah. And maybe it's because we've been watching Angel. Um, but I think so. But I also think that she was a big part of Buffy's development, both the show and, and the character. Yeah. And it was also cool to get, like, the perspective of a character mm-hmm. that we know and is familiar with this universe, yeah. but who's been away from Sunnydale, come back. Because so she comes back and she sees a vampire chasing a girl. And she's like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, she starts fighting this vampire and he's like, I'm on your side. And she's like, uh, no, 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 I'm good now. And he's like, no, I'm good now. And they're like, and she's like, what? And then, uh, then it turns out the girl was a vampire. She's like, ah, crap. Fights the vampire. (laughs) And then Buffy comes and I, their banter, I was like, girls, y'all are, claws are out. Cause, Buffy. Oh, I loved it. I was like, I loved it. Spinoff. No, I was like, I loved it. I want just a Buffy Faith show, like yeah. a sitcom. Half I mean, hour. They have to move to the city. And I was like, I get why people ship them. Like, I get yes. it. Because there is like this energy there. Mm-hmm. So Buffy comes out. Obviously, she knows it's Faith. Punches yeah. her in the head. <laughs> and is like, sorry, I didn't realize that was you. And Faith is like, it's okay. You punch like you used to. And I was like, dang. Oh. Yeah. At one point, she's like, Buffy's the bad slayer. She's like, I'm the good slayer now. I know. I know. <laughs> Like she when she was like the fact that she can only conceptualize it as like, uh-huh. it's a binary. Yeah. She had a lot of really funny lines in this. She did. Um yeah, when she gets back to the Summer's house, Dawn is not happy to see her. But I get it. Yeah, I get it. No one's happy to see her. Right. And Dawn was a kid mm-hmm. last time she saw her and whatever. Um Xander isn't happy to see her and you'd think Xander'd be like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about schoolgirl fantasies? Yeah. Uh or potential fantasies. Mm-hmm. Um 
Yeah. And then we get what felt like a 20 minute scene of Spike and Faith hanging out in a basement. It felt really long. I mean, it was good. I yeah. enjoyed it. But it was like, is is this like waiting for Godot? Like- yeah. <laughs> so she comes down and they smoke. Yes. Because they're both like medium bad. Yes. They're medium bad. And they're both like. They're sexual, but they're also on the good side. Yeah. And also like, they're both like, man, trying to redeem yourself like really sucks. Yeah. It's really hard. It's it was, hard. It was so much easier being evil. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And so like, they're kind of like talking about that. And then she comes over and sits on the cot with mm-hmm. him. And she's like, you know, like we met. And yeah. then he is able to quote back yeah, everything she said to him. Now, this is where my shipper antenna are like, yeah. <laughs> I also like love them as a bro TP. Yes. I but think a bro TP that maybe bangs. Right. But it's not about like well, true he's, love. He's never going to get over Buffy. No, no. And she knows that he's never going to get over Buffy because she's like, this is the story of my fucking life, you know, yeah. but she's going to find her own. Right. Like whatever. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they're like, do you like, think there is a Faith Andrew fic on Archive of Our Own? Let's find out. Let's look. I bet there's one where she just like attacks him and he's like, I don't know how to say no. Yeah, I'm sure where he's like, like trying to prove like, something. Right. He's like, no, let's keep going. I want to prove that I like whatever. Okay, Faith slash Andrew. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. <gasps> are there any well there's only one the first one hold on let me okay. see let me click on just that because the only one i can find is called the sexual adventures of faith lahane <laughs> and it's her with like everybody Everyone. so but that's like doesn't count that doesn't really count but i mean someone wrote that chapter okay hold on i'm clicking on just that oh my god can slash. you imagine if she was in town during season six she would have not had sex with but destroyed the trio okay so she would have destroyed them. she would have just like pulled them apart bit by bit yeah and she would have been like her response to Willow, uh, like flaying Andrew or Willow. Yeah. I mean, fuck Warren. Yeah. She would have been like, damn, girl, she got some issues. Well, because, you know, the truth, because she was like this for everyone. She would have loved Tara. She would have loved Tara. Tara would have been like understanding and kind to her. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm yeah. So glad she never met Tara. So she didn't have to lose Tara. OK, so there's uh, I found one, two, three, four. <gasps> Four fix. One is the okay sexual adventures. So one is ain't no party like a costume party. Oh, it's explicit. <gasps> oh no, should we not find out? Okay, this is what it is. It's okay. Xander Harris and Spike, background Angel and Buffy, huh. background Faith Lahane and Andrew Wells. What? Also, Xander's a vampire. New vampire Xander attends a costume party with his sire Spike. Has fifty two kudos. Then we have be cool. It has okay. one kudos. Uh oh. Is it recent? No, it's from oh. 2010. And it's a teen. Okay. It's not explicit. So it may be a, like moved over from fanfiction.net. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's Faith Lahane and Andrew Wells pretending to be in a movie. Faith is undercover and Andrew has Quentin Tarantino on his mind. So it's not even... Is it a slash or is it an ampersand? Slash. Oh, well, maybe they... Maybe he like has her dress up as like a character from a Tarantino movie. Maybe. And then. I mean, it's teen. They don't have to have sex or anything. They could just like do a dance. Yeah. They could just dance. There's also imaginings, mm-hmm. which is G. Okay. And it's an Andrew slash Faith. Uh huh. Andrew wasn't imagining that Faith was naked. Nope. Not him. That does not sound like Andrew at all. It's a sexual fantasy. Does it say OOC anywhere? No. 
The tags are Andrew Wells, Faith Lahane, Andrew Wells slash Faith Lahane, community open on Sunday, Drabble, one shot, sexual fantasy. It's G? Maybe. Maybe it's like a- I'm clicking on it. Okay. <laughs> it's so short. I think Drabbles are short, right? <laughs> it's this long. Oh, my God. It's literally a paragraph. It's like three paragraphs. Oh, my God. I didn't. I don't even get it. Okay. So, essentially, if you are interested in Faith Andrew, there's an open market. There's an open market. Like, you could you could take over this corner of our cover own. Absolutely. Because you have very little competition. You have very little competition. Now, it's... You would also have to go through like some serious gymnastics. I don't know how this yeah, happens. I don't know either. I mean, I think it's a dom sub thing because oh, she has okay. like Warren energy, kind of. Uh, high school AU. Okay, he is trying to prove something to himself. Okay, she likes that he is willing to do whatever she says. So okay. it is like the dom sub thing, but she's also a beard. Yeah, and then in the end, she starts dating <laughs> Buffy. Well, yeah, the best, like, honestly, I don't. I do like Faith Spike, though. I like Faith Spike. I like it as bro TP with some sexual stuff thrown Mm -hmm. in. Also, the Buffy, I bet you there's some great uh, Buffy. I mean, I'm sure there is. Buffy Faith is a huge. Yes, I'm sure there's really what, like, guys, I support any of your creative endeavors, but trying to take over that market will be much, much harder, much harder. Okay, how about Faith Dark West? Because they have that history. I ship that. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder how like, much there is there. I think there. That I think there's. It's fertile. Yeah. I think especially because he's so uptight and she's so not uptight. Right. But and they are both kind of affected. And they have like weird parent issues. Oh, absolutely. They have weird parent issues. Are there. Do you think there's any fix where Wes finds out his parents are actually like from New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you could write that. He finds out his parents are actually from Maryland and Ryan Mogi goes uh-huh. home. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay, but yeah, Faith is flirting hard and then Buffy comes down to be jealous. I laughed so hard when she comes down. It's like, I'm um, high. What the fuck is this? <laughs> she's like, I'm um, high. Is this a party? Yeah, she's I like, I didn't get invited. And they're like, I thought you were at work. And she's like, oh yeah, um, I cut down my hours. <laughs> um, I'm fired, but don't worry about it. I'm still perfect. <laughs> I'm so perfect. And what the fuck is going on down here? When they're just sitting, but she, I mean, I mean, you faith. can feel it. Yes. I mean, that's the other thing about Spike. As much as I didn't like his little, like, saying he was going to kill Robin at the end, the Spike that we have now, sold Spike, he is still a very, like, sexual being. Mm-hmm. He did not lose that when he gained a soul. And honestly, I think he's so much sexier. When he's just being honest. Yes. Instead like of his like affectations. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or even like here where he's talking to Faith and he's just like, yeah, you know, like it's hard. Yeah. Uh, no one really believes you. And um, it was easier to be evil. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So like that, like I think there is potential for him to. And, and again, he's been emotionally stunted because of his vampirism. Yes. And he was like, because like now that we're learning that he was like some weird fucked up little dweeb yep. before he got changed. Like, like beyond. Like beyond. Like like worse than Andrew. Like so embarrassing. Yes. Like no, I'm sorry, but like no wonder people laughed at him all the time because he wrote terrible poetry and 
like said said I already have a woman in my life. It's my mom. Ugh, ugh. It's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> okay, but Buffy finally gets her message mm-hmm. from Stabby Girl. Yeah, I have something yours, which everyone is right. That yeah. is a fucking trap. Yes, it is such a fucking trap. And this is the thing too, where it's like Buffy, and I think this is. Partly because she's been alone in leading them. Mm -hmm. But she's just been chugging and chugging and chugging and chugging without ever taking a moment to stop and think, resulting in a huge blunder. Yeah. A huge blunder. Mm -hmm. So she's like, well, we're going to come to him. He won't expect a fight. I mean, that strategy has worked before. Sure. But she knows how hard bringers are to fight. I know. And she knows what her team is. She saw them. She just said two episodes ago, I know, they're not enough. Some of them are going to die. Yeah. And she brings them to this, like, weird labyrinthine basement place to meet this person who is ostensibly the leader of these bringers. That's crazy. It is crazy. And it doesn't work out well. It does not work out. Um, Rona gets her arm, like, busted. Busted. Someone gets a neck broken, right? Yeah, someone gets killed. Um, um, Kennedy gets like almost stabbed. Yes. Uh, everyone gets thrown. Everyone gets thrown all around. So basically, it's a fucking trap. It's a trap. There's a m- bunch of bringers. They yep. all come and fight them, coming in at all sides, trapping them. Then it stops. Caleb comes out. He's impossible to defeat. Yep. He's super strong. Mm-hmm. He throws Buffy across the room. Then all the bringers start fighting again. Uh huh. And it just, it seems hopeless, and it is. And we need to talk about the worst casualty. Okay. Oh, my God. People. <laughs> Worse than one of the potentials dying. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could have maybe cared about the potentials. Yeah. You didn't show. Yeah. So the worst thing that happens is that Caleb sticks his finger in Xander's eyeball. And pokes it out. And there's just blood. It's so gross. It's so gross. And I don't think we've ever seen, I mean, obviously no one's lost an eye, but I don't think we've ever seen such like an intense, except, for, okay, when Cordelia fell through the thing and then she had was stabbed through the back. But we didn't see it happen We to didn't her. see it happen and it wasn't like a bad guy did it to her. Yeah. Because he was so much more powerful. Yeah. No, this was like almost was, uh, the mountain and uh, what's his name? Yes. The guy. It was like with- half of that. It was like, yeah, maybe a quarter. It was like, but it was like for a network show. Yes. To one of our human, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like leaders, basically, like yeah. main characters. Um, and I mean, God, it is so evident that Buffy really fucked up. And he did a s- whole speech right before that about how you got to have faith in Buffy and believe in Buffy and she's the one and all this shit. Yep. And then he followed her into battle and lost an eye. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I... Actually, it's funny because, like, I knew that Caleb was the one who poked out his eye. I forgot that it was in this episode yeah. until he grabs Xander. And I was like, no, no don't do it. Yeah, I wrote, Xander's eye, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Holy shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wrote Xander, all caps, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. That, yeah. So I think we're going to see a humbling of Buffy. We're going to see Buffy questioning. And also, like, in this moment, Buffy's just frozen. Yeah. And Faith is like, come on, let's go. And like grabs yeah. Xander. Everyone leaves. And so it's kind of like, I feel like Buffy's going to take this as a, I can't help these people anymore. 
when really it's like I needed some help helping yep. these people, which is faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she's going to see it as like, well, there can only be one. It's so it's not me. It's faith. Yeah. Whereas Faith is like, honey, I'm used to sharing the spotlight. I don't care. Right. I care about us like having success. Yeah. And that's, I think, the thing that they need, which is like the person that has been humbled so much. Yeah. That she doesn't need people to believe in her. Because mm-hmm. she's like, mm, I'll get it done. Right. So. Well, and I think that Faith has shown, and I know some of this is on the Angel episodes, a flexibility in her tactics. So if like one thing doesn't work, okay, cool. Now we know this information. Let's figure out a new tactic. It's not like, oh, fighting them straight on doesn't work. Well, then I guess we're probably going to lose. This is scary. And it's like, okay, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you learn? Like, how do you grow? What angles can you take? And that's the thing. Like, I feel like that used to be something that was true about Buffy, mm-hmm. that she was an innovative fighter and was like very clever in, right. in this kind of stuff. But I think she's been like so beaten down and so depended on and all this pressure has been on her yeah. for so long that because they think we either succeed or we fail. She thinks that. Yeah. And I think it's going to be really helpful to have Faith come into this picture and be like, nah, man, there's like a million ways we can do this. Yeah. And like, wh- how, what are we going to do? Fucking give up? Exactly. Giving up and dying. Yeah. Like, I'm going to die. Yeah. I'll I could, I sh- yeah. I could have just stayed in the prison. Yeah, exactly. Um. But no, Eliza Dushku is really good in these up ep- in this episode. Mm-hmm. She's gotten and not to talk smack on old faith, but she's evolved as an actress so much. Yeah, it was really good. She did a really good job. I did. I loved that one line where so she comes in and mm-hmm. she's like, so everyone's like pissed at her being there. She's like, I get it. And Faith's and uh, Spike's like, you know, not all of that's about you. Um, Giles, like behind Buffy's back, like tried to have me killed. And she's like, hmm. That makes me feel like better about me, uh, worse about Giles, and like shaky about you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's how everyone feels. Oh, that's funny. Um, so yeah, I I'm excited to see more more faith in this. Yes, me too. Um, are you excited to finish out the series? I'm nervous. What are we gonna You're do nervous? with our lives? You're like, nervous. I feel like we have to finish strong. We do, and you know what? Are we gonna cry? I don't know. Probably. Maybe. If we talk about crying too much, we won't. Like, if we, like... Right. I Yeah. But if we just, like, actually got vulnerable and honest, I think we would cry. Yeah. So... So we have something. two more episodes of our yes. show, if you're only listening to How Mouthy, before the end of this series. Um, if you are watching both uh, shows with us, Angel... Next week, we're going to be talking The Magic Bullet and Sacrifice, and we're coming back to Empty Places and Touched in Buffy Season 7. Yes. Um, I'm really excited to see where this place, where this goes. Despite how much I hate the potentials, I have really enjoyed talking about this season much more than I have watched, like, the enjoyment that I've gotten out of watching it in the past. And I know we see yeah. that. We say that every we single episode. We do say episode. that, but it's, like, true. Like, I now see things where I'm like, feeling more excited about this show in the later seasons than I ever have before. I mean, I still want to go back like and rewatch season two and three. Don't you so miss the simplicity of like season two Buffy? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It was a, it was a different show. Yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't like a bunch of spinning plates of Mm -hmm. mythos. 
Yes. Well, and characters who've like gotten to these places that are pretty like heavy. Yeah. I mean, these people are all tired. Everyone's very Everyone's tired. so tired. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but yeah, I, I really, really, really loved these episodes and I'm really excited to see what yeah, comes next. Me too. Yay. Hey. Do you want to do social media? Okay. Uh, if you want to find the show on social media, we are on everything as at Hellmouthy. If you want to find Kelly, it's at Kelly Nucci. And if you want to find me, it's at Armogi. Yay. Woo, woo. Um, uh, I was going to, I had something in my head where I was going to do some kind of like final thought, but. Final thought about Buffy. Hmm. All right. Well, if this is the kind of shit you're going to bring next two episodes, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> Bye. Bye.